Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast. You are locked into Haunters Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful. He is... Zach Hilton, how you doing, babies? Ooh, we all doing good, baby, because it is another episode. It is a new week. Uh, more HHN news, some Disney news, fan questions, so much going on in the program today. So you're definitely tuned into a special episode. Well, honestly, Zach, every episode is pretty damn special, right? Every episode special, especially when we're getting closer and closer to this little thing called Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, yes, we are. We are We are inching ever so closer to that. And actually, there was some big HHN news. Well, I don't want to say big. It wasn't like they dropped a house or anything, but there was some, <laughs> right. like, no houses or Moderate. anything like that. But there was an <laughs> HHN announcement. Are you ready for some moderate on par news from HHN? <laughs> That's right. That you know what you're you're selling it better than me. We got some great news that's really gonna get you hyped if you haven't already planned your tickets and uh, your vacation packages. We've got news for you. Uh, not to mention the Disney news and of course fan questions, which were submitted by you through our Twitter at Haunters Pod and even some Facebook questions today because y'all been liking that. Yeah, bro, we're up to like, I think, 49 likes. We're almost at 50. I love it, baby. We're so close. We're so close. So close to being over the hill. (laughs) Right? Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, like, after 50, what comes next? 100? God, it's like, (laughs) seriously, bro? But like no, we do have uh we have a couple questions from there that we'll dive into. Of course, if you're listening to this, you're probably doing it through Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or wait, I said Spotify. Maybe not Spotify. I mean, yes, Spotify. It just depends on how the episodes upload. Oh, Whatever. I got you. It, All right. It's fine. It's fine. This episode will be. Okay. Spotify, Spotify have been a little weird lately, so figured I'd put them on blast a little bit on our show. Be like, what Good. up, Spotify? What up? But uh, yeah, any streaming platform, that's how you can follow us and listen to us and share the show and like the show and comment on the show. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, with that being said, I feel like it's time to dive right in to this week's episode, Zach. Uh, the whoa, HHN whoa, news. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before did we I, dive did I, in. I jumped. I jumped the gun. Oh, no, I'm before Fonzie. Before we dive in... Okay. You know, you said right there, you said you want to get in touch with us, you go to Twitter or Facebook, but now there's oh. one more way. Not only can you, you know, ask us questions, you can do it personally and be on the show because now we have a Google number, baby. Oh. And you can call us at 757 Five eight. Leave us a message. Leave us a question or a compliment. Whatever you want to do. And guess what? We will put it on this show, and we will answer you directly there too. Oh, you mean kind of like this message right here? Hello, this is Bernard, HH Friend Twenty Two, and I just wanted to give y'all a shout out and tell y'all to just to keep doing what y'all doing. I enjoy y'all, enjoy listening to y'all every single every time that y'all drop something new. And it's the highlight of my work day every time I'm sitting there listening to y'all while I'm working. 
just keep on a good job. Keep keep everything coming, and I'm just enjoy everything that y'all doing. Oh yeah, that's right. We got a message, Zach. We did, and it was a very good message, like a sweet message, because I love Bernard. You know, he's he's on Twitter, always following us at hhn22. Like. He's he's a good cat, and thank you. You'll hear from him later on yes. uh, on this show. But I'm going to put this on here. Because he listens all the time, and because he's always interactive with us, and, you know, I think, I think it's safe to say he's one of our biggest fans. I'm going to say it right here. I'm sending a Bernard a sweet gift uh, soon, so I'm going to message him on Twitter, and I'm going to hook that up. I don't know exactly what it's going to be. Could be a movie could be a, a universal memorabilia it'll be something Ooh. but thank you bernard for being such a great fan how about that bernard you just got hooked up with something that zach's gonna pay for out of his own pocket <laughs> i can yep. promise you that but uh yep. something else that uh we'll all be paying out of pocket for that is our tickets and our vacation to halloween horror nights and i guess the big news this past week from hhn you called the shot on twitter zach you said yeah, you thought that they were going to drop uh, a Ghostbusters house on us, but instead we found out uh, just a couple days ago tickets and vacation packages are now on sale. Uh, and there was something else kind of hidden in this. So the announcement, I guess, I, I'll I, I won't read all of it. I'll just kind of hi- highlight it. But the announcement basically went like this: At this year's all new Halloween Horror Nights, the '80s return with a vengeance. The '80s return with a vengeance bringing with it some of the biggest frights of the era, cinematic screams, horrifying cult classics, come alive, 10 all new houses, yada, 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 the things we know already, uh, Stranger Things, Universal Monsters, stuff like that, the world's premier horror night place, 41 nights, uh, single night tickets. Guests looking for a single night of fright can save up to $53 if you purchase your ticket online, uh, choosing from any of the 41 nights. Then there's multi-night tickets as, as well in the hotel packages uh, and all of that stuff. Uh, Zach, does this make you want to buy your your vacation package now or still holding out? I mean, I I already have my plan. It's not like this changed anything. I think if it was more of a, uh, how can I say this? If it was, you know, right up front being like, okay, you could buy a single day ticket and get the next day ticket uh, for half off or something like that, but that's only for the first 30 days of this for sale, then yeah, that's going to change my whole plan and scheme of how I do things. But nothing's really changed for me. I I'm just going to keep doing what I do. I already have uh, a good plan intact. I feel for what I'm going to do this year. But I think, and I, you know, I don't know if you wanted to wait to talk about it, but I think the biggest thing out of it's going to be the '80s. Uh, but does this change anything about your purchasing? Uh, this doesn't. Uh, you and me have discussed it. We pretty much have an idea of how we're going to approach this year. And there wasn't anything on this that made me go, yes. Uh, but the thing that I, I, I should take that back, actually. One thing on this did make me go, yes. And you just mentioned it. It's the return of the 80s with a vengeance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, it's like Die Hard uh, you know, in the 80s. A vengeance. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I I think it's a smart deal to do, especially with um, Stranger Things being the once again the big the big house. So I feel like the feel for this year is going to be similar to last year's twenty eight. 
my question to you, and we've looked at the speculation map and, and such, does anything change your mind? Does anything do you have a stronger feeling towards a house? Do you have less of a feeling towards a house? Like uh, what could come out of announcements? I feel like, I feel like we've talked a lot about Rob Zombie and all of that, but I feel like he might be somebody that I'd look at, especially if one of the speculations was the scare zone and the house. Uh, I don't see him getting two if it's set in the 80s. I could possibly see him not even getting one if it's set in the 80s. I know that... I'm trying to place where those movies were because House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects for me feel very 70s. So maybe you can get away with that, but I I don't know. I, I I feel like you'd look more towards an 80s kind of iconic film... Uh, maybe creep show just saying yeah uh, but, i mean i don't want to put it out there um and i'm not going to say anything or who's who's my uh intel but supposedly you know i i told you about how the rumored house in west coast was creep show but right. supposedly something's falling through in orlando and that could end up being in orlando or uh I know it's in Hollywood, but it could end up in Orlando. But I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not throwing anything out there. Hey, this rumor fell off a truck. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I'm just. I'm blown away. <laughs> we've got. We we know people who know people that know rumors that fall off the back of trucks now. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh. I'm just a you know a classy businessman doing hey. my thing. Hey, you know uh, I'll see you down at the Bada Bing a little bit later on. You know we'll uh, we'll talk about the uh, construction and uh, the zoning permits and all that good stuff. You know. Yeah, permits. Hey, permits, permits. <laughs> It's all about having the right permits. Uh, exactly. I don't believe in tipping. I believe in over <laughs> I know what movie you just quoted. Love that movie. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. How do you unscrew a light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Heaven. Oh, yes. What a classic. Rick Moranis, we miss you. But uh, no, actually, really using Rick Moranis as a segue, I do think that actually more confirms Ghostbuster being a house as well because I mean it has to be right yeah we just keep seeing the ghost popping up and with the 80s now returning with a vengeance why not have the Ghostbusters return to Universal with a vengeance yeah I mean I don't want to keep on sitting on it you know because we talk about it weekly and weekly and weekly but I just feel I, I will tell you what I will be highly disappointed if Ghostbusters isn't announced because I get that I'm sitting here talking about it over and over and over and over and when it if it gets announced I will be just as excited as if I didn't know it was coming and if it is not announced at the end of this whole thing I might be a little uh yeah I kind of feel the same I I feel like we're building it up. This is turning into our big, you yeah. know, like we want, we want this it's so badly. Fault. Yeah, that that now we're, this is this is going to turn into the Meg last year for me, where like I was like, I really okay. want Jason Statham to punch the damn shark in the face. I want this to be a balls out crazy movie, and I built right. up a movie in my head that then when I got, I was like, oh, that's not what that's I really not, wanted. That's not what I signed up for. Yeah, and and I feel like that's we're 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 accidentally setting ourselves up for that because it's been the hardcore speculation Ghostbusters. I mean, 
You look to yeah. the left, you look to the right, you look to the sky, you look to the ground, you talk to your dog. Your dog's even going, Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I'm the same. I think Ghostbusters needs to be there. I actually think Creepshow should be there as well because it is an 80s film. And, again, you need to film that 80s market. You know what I mean? Yeah. If someone brought up maybe Halloween 5, I could see them doing it. I don't necessarily want that. As much as I'm a big, big uh, Halloween fan, I just feel like you know we need to look at different movies that are in the 80s so i don't want to just sit on that and it'll make me feel too much like last year like i i can't explain it i get stranger things because stranger things is a tv show and it's very fresh and new but like halloween 5 there's not much difference from that than halloween 4 and i would say it's a lesser one so just just give me the creep show give me the ghostbusters give me stranger things give me universal monsters and i'm a happy boy how about this just wild because i know we're going to move on from this in a minute how about this for an 80s because you mentioned it would be very um i feel i i agree with you back-to-back years with jason or michael myers would not really work how about dream warriors Let's do a nightmare. Let's do a third. Let's do Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. That's a great freaking movie. That is kind of right there where the whole Nightmare franchise really becomes. It, it's it's the last kind of scary one as it's taking the turn into camp. Uh, I think that would be a fun house, and that could be really cool. You do the asylum, like you you, you got the kids running around, man. You got Freddy chasing you, like that's pretty eighties to me. I think you're like hitting a nail on the head because it didn't even pop in my mind. I know a few episodes back we've talked about how Warner Brothers has their, um, you know, their their IPs up for basically usage, mm-hmm. and that would be perfect because you're you're right. That movie is the perfect blend of horror and campy and '80s, and I really do think it would be neat to have a nightmare in Elm Street movie, especially since uh, for me, at least they are. And from what I've seen, they've never done a straight movie besides Freddy versus Jason. It's always been, Oh, here's Freddy. Here's Jason. Not necessarily a movie. And, you know, I know the Jason rights are right now up in the air, <laughs> so they probably can't mess with that, but I think it would be pretty gnarly if they actually do a nightmare in Elm Street Part three, Dream Warriors. I I back that a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that was just that's a straight up like uh, that's a high cheese man, ninety nine mile per hour Roger Clemens fastball up to the head like, uh, <laughs> like that's what that guess is. But I, God, if they did that, that would be so cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm into this. All right, so I feel like we've tapped the HHN twenty nine uh, keg of this week. Unless there's something else that you want to dive into. Uh, 80s no, wise, I mean, ticket wise. Everything's going to be hitting towards the questions at the end. So we're okay. good. Cool beans. Well, then I guess the next thing is you mentioned something to me about Disney haunts and villains. And I was like, what, what are you talking about, Zach? Okay. So they didn't, I mean, this isn't like a hidden thing and I'm kind of shocked you haven't seen it. So when I bring it up to you, I wanted your opinion basically because I'm going to Disney in a couple of weeks and 
ironically enough, like a month or so back, they announced this thing they're doing after hours. Have you heard of the Disney after hours stuff? Oh, the, you're talking the villains after hours event? Yes. Okay. Yes. So the the villains after hours event is basically through the park. There's going to be different foods based on the villains. There's going to be characters roaming around. They have a huge dragon, Maleficent, that just roams the streets at night. And it's the first time ever. And it's breathing fire. There's music. There's this DJ guy that performs before the big show that stars Hades and Jafar and the evil queen and stuff like that. Um, So basically from everything that I've seen and everything that I'm hearing, it's a little more grown up. Like I watched the Tim tracker video where he got to go to the media night and he's showing Melissa Fent going through the streets and like there's these like bird creature people walking with it and they look very scary like i was shocked how scary they kind of look and i'm not looking from an adult standpoint i'm looking from a kid standpoint but then even the dj party comes off as a very uh, the best way i can put this is like the event itself looks like a pg-13 uh you know, at least the PG 13 and up kind of deal. Not to say that you shouldn't bring your kids because again, these are all characters based on Disney things, but long story short. And you know, the, the, the food looks really good. Like there's a headless horseman, uh, brownie cake thing. There's this like drink that has dry ice. So it looks like, you know, uh, mist is coming out of it and really cool stuff. So my question to you is, is this Disney planting the seeds of, okay, if we make an after hours event where it gets good traction and maybe it is a little slightly older, 13 and up, is this them trying to maybe test in another park? It's not so scary can be in one park and villains or maybe a different Halloween event can be at a different and it's for PG 13 kids and up. I think this is them just rolling something out, kind of testing it to see that. Listen, they're not Disney's not dumb. They know they've seen what universal has done. They're not going to compete against that. They know that they're not going to touch that, but they know that within their world, what they can do And Disney's as a whole, I'd say has gotten a little, uh, less lenient in in the last couple of years. You know, we we have alcohol for the first time now in a Disney themed park with Galaxy's Edge. Uh, you can you can. Uh, so I I feel like this is them. Yes, testing out a, a more PG PG thirteen style counter programming to the crazies that are like, give me the blood and gore, and they're like, we'll give you the kind of scary like see these monkeys with wings on it that are creepy looking and Maleficent and see the things that you like from the cool animations and now all those animations that we're just live remaking uh, or we're calling a live remake but it's still animation. I'm looking at you, Lion King. Uh, But I I don't know. This is definitely them planting the seeds because they need something else. They need something a little more uh, to draw me there because Disney's not so scary. Okay, yeah, but I don't have a kid. This yeah. is more of a okay, I don't have a kid, but you know what? If I'm if I'm down there for HHN, well, maybe there's a night that I go to this as well. I can do both. Yeah, I was looking forward to my trip, but 
the fact that they're doing this and I'm seriously doing everything in my power to try to go to it. Um, this is the most excited I've been for this entire trip is to do this because once again, going back to Tim tracker, Jen tracker said it felt like Halloween, like in the part, the music is like a little darker the you know the shows and stuff seemed so halloween and like not that i'm trying to rush to get there though you know we do this podcast and this is my like kind of weekly oh god gotta get gotta get the halloween but like i'm really interested of going to this event and seeing if i feel that same kind of feel is that is this halloween is this testing to get this going i'm i'm highly interested i want to go to it and i'm like you i'm like if you do some something like this during halloween and granted i do have kids i can bring them to not so scary but then i can also leave them with grandparents and go to this event myself well it it seems like the disney cruise thing right isn't that the thing like that they do over there, uh, you you know Disney a little bit better than me. I've I've grown more fond of the Universal over the years, mm-hmm. uh, but I uh, understand I am a Universal. Yeah, fan. no, no, I no, no, barely no. know anything Disney. It's my mm, wife that's Disney. I was gonna say you married into Disney, uh, right? <laughs> sell out. Uh, love you. It's Brooke. a very Romeo and Juliet relationship <laughs> between these two families. <laughs> it is just without all the death at the end of it. Thank goodness. Exactly. Uh, exactly. But don't they? Uh, maybe you know. Then I, I thought they had like the adult area of Disney where it was that. If the kids are running around the park, you can come here and celebrate New Year's all year round. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know anything mm. that's that kind of style. I'll be honest. I feel like the only adult thing I had in my life is Disney Springs, like ah. between the restaurants and bars and stuff like that. I know Disney has a brewery inside of it now. I know there's different like things themed towards adults and like you said galaxy's edge is actually going to have a bar and stuff but i just i don't know i i i'm they're growing up i'll say this this disney 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 as a whole feels like it's getting a little more on the since we acquired fox since we're doing avengers since everybody knows like these pg-13 films star wars avengers and stuff like that is us and we're going to start producing like predator films and alien movies like maybe right. we can get a little more edgy on things, but they're always going to maintain. Bigger audience. Yeah. They're always going to maintain the Disney, you know, no smoking in any of their yes. movies, no smoking in a park, like that aspect, but they're going to get a little more like, well, Tony Stark was drinking, you know, scotch. So I guess we could sell beer. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I think, I think this is a good step. And, Ever since the Pirates of the Caribbean started mm, in 2003 and true. them being a PG-13 movie, like, I remember everybody being like, oh, my God, Disney's making a PG-13 movie. <laughs> and like you said, they acquired Marvel. They acquired uh, Star Wars. And those have d- dark-themed movies. And I think it's smart enough for them to make it... N- and I'm not even asking you to go HHN Dark. I just think there are dark quality movies that deserve to be shown and like the villains and stuff like that. And I'll be upfront. I'm not the biggest fan of Hades, but like, and I get that he's like the cover of this whole Disney villains thing at the moment, but next time they do it, it could be somebody else. It could end up being the headless horseman, which would make me happy or Jafar. But I just, 
I think this is a smart move and good on Disney. Well, uh, to really uh, continue to put a bow on this, the way mm-hmm. they've embraced Nightmare Before Christmas is right. a prime that was example. Pretty much the beginning. Yeah. Well. Well. But for years, though, it felt like they kind of were like, "No, that that wasn't us. That dark theme right. movie." And now, that was like, Touchstone Pictures. Exactly. Because because when you say like everybody with, uh, <laughs> well, when you say everybody was like, "Oh, Disney produced a PG thirteen film." People like you and me, Zach, we were like. Disney's been producing R and PG thirteen films forever, right. just under different names. Right. Uh, hello. Right. Uh, so, but the way that they though at the park, because anytime we go down there now, it's they embrace that film. And for years though, they didn't embrace those types of films, but because that's to be honest, it's a PG film, but it's a dark film. Like it's twisted. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and you're right. In the past, I would say since 2008 to 10 is when they, you know, were getting these remix albums, Hot Topic sells out crazy amounts of clothes, (laughs) and then Disney was probably like, okay, well, we're hopping on the train too, and this is going to be a part of our event, but good on them. Yeah, good on uh, on you millennials out there, myself included. We we, (laughs) we hit the Hot Topics, we bought enough of the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, we we went crazy, and we were like, we want more of this, and Disney is now uh, giving us alcohol in parks, and some scary stuff at night after dark cool deal brother what do you want to move on let's do it let's move on to these fan questions uh i know you've got the twitter questions do you want to start with the twitter or would you like to start with the facebook questions um you know what we'll let we'll let facebook go last because that you know what you guys you guys have earned it you can go on last (laughs) ah thanks our 48 Um, likes plus one this week yeah yeah (laughs) So I'll start. I'll start. We mentioned them earlier in the show. Um, so I'll uh, go right here. Bernard Brown at Hunter, or I'm sorry, at HHN Fan 22. He asks us, "What's your thoughts on the rumored graveyard theme house this year?" So, what are your uh, thoughts on this uh, graveyard house that's rumored? I would love a graveyard house. Yes, I agree. I think um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you wanted to dig in. Thanks, pal. Um, I'll take it from here. I think a graveyard house could be cool simply because it could mean anything. It can mean zombies. It can mean vampires. It could be all types of creatures, graveyard robbers, you know, Anything and everything from this, from supernatural to just creepos hanging out in the graveyard, could be a part of this. And I think it would be a little bit of a good change of pace. I feel like everything is indoors, and the fact that this will be made to feel outdoors kind of gives it a cool vibe. Uh, no, I will d- to dive deeper into it. I was playing a bit earlier. Thanks. Uh, Screw your bit. <laughs> yeah, you you did not want to play that bit with me. You were like, nope, nope. shut up. Nope. Uh, Bernard we- deserves better. <laughs> I'm s- I'm sorry, Bernard. I'm sorry that I was playing a bit to your question. <laughs> That's right. You apologize. Uh, uh, well, w- you know what, Bernard? I'll make it up for you. I'll have Zach buy you a gift and mail it out to you. How's that sound? There, you go. <laughs> there it is, baby. Uh, and I'll put my name on it too, like a real, like a real significant other in a relationship. That's- 
Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm not even going to let you sign your name. <laughs> just put W. Just put W. I'm going to just put W for wonderful. Uh, not so wonderful. Uh, no, a graveyard <laughs> house, uh, like you said, it, it's it's really cool. There's a lot that you could dive into with that. I, I really think that you would go away from the zombies, though, uh, just because that's. I feel like that's over. I don't want to say it's over because it's yeah. not over, but like. Yeah, over as far as but HHN I think goes. Be cool if, well, okay, so to go back to earlier, this is 80s theme. So recently, me and Wonderful Michael just Jackson. watched Return of the Living Dead. So yeah. what if it's that type of zombie? What if it's that feel? This graveyard house is an originals 80s themed graveyard. Listen, as long as one of them is a redhead, naked, <laughs> zombie that's cool because you know that was in the movie if you have never seen yes, that movie there might be a something coming your way down the road <laughs> oh my god we got to test that before yep. beforehand you got a glimpse on our twitter but that's about it at the moment that's something that you may never hear one day <laughs> we'll see but no we'll i see. i think that would be a cool house uh that that could be a cool form of zombie i just I feel like staying away from the zombies, but I liked your take with the ghouls. Uh, you could go kind of yeah. that route with that. But grave robbers. Yeah. You could create like a whole cool story. Just a ghost story. I really would love a ghost. I would love a ghost story house. I really would. Okay. And, and even if you're well, doing Ghostbusters, that. I would love another ghost story house. Hey there, podcast fans. I am Cassie, and I'm the host of Disflix and Tidbits, my solo movie podcast about Disney Company movies from the past, present, and coming soon, and all the little extras, movie news, and experiments on nostalgia in between. Come for the childhood memories, stay for the deep dives into your favorite movies. New episodes every other Wednesday. Tune in to Disflix and Tidbits. Subscribe for free wherever podcasts are found. Okay, well, you know, you're 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 talking about, you know, your ghost house and that kind of feeds into this question. Okay. Will Will Byers at HHN Dog asks us if you had a chance to design an original HHN house, what would it be? So would that be oh. your house? Would it would your house be ghost? And what does that mean? An original house. Uh yeah, you know what? I would I would I would stick my my feet into the sand on that one and, and dig down and I would, I would pitch a ghost house and my pitch, uh, I guess for an original type of ghost house would be to play off of different types of ghost stories, uh, satanic worshiping type of stuff within the house. Uh, cause you know, I, I've, I, it's been well documented. I've talked about it on the show, how much I do not like possessions and, and stuff like that. Stuff. Yeah. St stuff to that extreme, really messing with that. But, since yeah. that's my fear, I would want to dive deeper into that and explore that and scare people with that. So yeah, I would, I would turn it into one of those places where it's a ghost house, but the ghosts are kind of from human sacrifices that have taken place. There is the devil really amongst this house. Like you're kind of putting yourself in a ghost hunting situation where it's you're in the reality show, you're in this ghost house where horrific things have happened. Uh, and just create different stories throughout. So as you go through it, you'd have to pay attention to the house and you'd be able to kind of see the things playing out. So it'd give it a little bit of a backstory. Uh, 1700s, house devil worshiping, uh, 
you had murders that took place here. One of the most grisly murders to play off of an American crime murder would be the idea of a man hit up in the attic while a family was out at a fair. When they got back, he came down in the middle of the night and murdered every single one of them, including six children, three of them being the neighbor's kids. Like, hyping up and playing up certain aspects of American history and, and murders to combine one giant ghost house where you've got the murderer jumping out at you because his soul isn't saved, the kids jumping out at you, but they're bloody because he bashed their heads in, you know, is the devil in this house? Again, you might find out at the end whether or not the devil is actually there and a giant ass devil head and claws chasing you. Uh, you know, I, that would be my, that would be my pitch. That's, you know, really quick two minute right there. I guess that's my elevator pitch. Jesus, you really thought about this one, Jack. <laughs> I literally got asked the question a minute ago and, and had to make an elevator pitch on the spot of, what I'm would not, your house I'm, be? I'm not even making that kind of pitch. I'm just going to straight up, like, I think it would be kind of neat, especially in the vein of the 80s this year, my house pitch would be, I'll go the same. It's um, To be quite honest, it's almost a ripoff of... Uh, prom night to uh, basically in a high school prom a la Carrie in this movie and it's just weird crap going down at the prom I'm talking people are dying I'm talking ghosts just ripping people's heads off Go, and you're basically trying to escape this hell high school hell call it that hell school or whatever and like that's what you do you're going through the cafeteria and like the cook's killing people and then you're into the gym and you know the sports stuff is killing people I don't know but that's what I would like to see I'd like to see something goofball I like to see something in a high school because you don't really get a lot like it would take a big stage to do this one but I think that would be kind of a rad house way to just piggyback my idea of a ghost house Okay, okay, mister, you're in a house and uh, this guy is shooting this guy, blah, blah, blah. nothing like that in mine. Mine is a high school. Okay, so you just took it Mine's from a house a to school. a high school. Way to go. Mine will make more money. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, this from Mostly Tired at Z West Zero or Weso One, whatever your handle is. Oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Mostly tired asks with the rumors of killer clowns and ghostbusters, what other horror comedy properties would you like to see turned into a house? I mean, isn't creep show a horror comedy? I, I was going to scream creep show, creep show, because I yeah. would consider it a horror comedy. But since I have screamed that for like the last month now, I actually have a, I actually think I have a, a pretty good answer outside of that. Give it to me. Uh, how about simply doing Shaun of the Dead? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I can definitely I mean, see that. I know I just kind of was like zombies are kind of out and all that, and I don't really want yeah. zombies, but if you were to tell me it's Shaun of the Dead, oh, I'm in for that because that's, that's that, I know that house will be fun. I know you're going through the Winchester. Like That's all I want to do. I just want to get to the Winchester, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick with the 80s thing because I just want to keep with the 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 vibe of this year's and I want to go with this year's. So I only got two. Once again, this has been rumored anyways, and maybe not a big rumor, but I think Gremlins would be okay. phenomenal as a house, and I think Critters would be phenomenal as a house. 
I like that. It, to quickly throw out an 80s movie as well uh, for a second for me really fast, and then we can discuss yeah. Night, of the, Night of the Creeps. Oh, yeah, Night of the Creeps yeah. would be pretty rad, too. Yeah. So, to get it back into the 80s, if, if that's where we want yeah, to stay. absolutely. I just, you know, I just want to see what's up with the, you know, sticking with this theme. Yeah. Because our next question Ooh. does not roll into that theme. Oh. Eddie Tainment asks, <laughs> at Eddie E46M3. See, I could say that one. Um, he asked, now I know this is probably much more likely for next year, but if they announced an icon this year, what uh, would you be excited? Would you be excited for uh, an icon to be announced? And are you guys fans of icon, the icon era, basically, which was pre-25? It seemed like a lot of years had icons. Personally, I am. I look forward to Jack is back at 30. Thanks, Eddie. Um, do you, oh, hashtag, have you been Eddie-tained? <laughs> have you been Eddie-tained? That's funny. <laughs> um, are you not Eddie-tained? Uh, are you not Eddie-tained? <laughs> um, I'm a fan of the icons. I like when, okay, I'll put it this way. I think they do a good job now of spreading it out. It's not just... It's just not just one person. I feel like 25, yes, we had Jack. Chance for 26. But then 28 and 29, the icons are 80s. Which, is, I mean, I feel that decade is a pretty much an iconic thing to say anyways. Because when you think it, you think the colors, you think the music, you think the movies. You, you know, that's enough of an icon. And yes, I do think 30 will have an icon. Um... I only I don't think it'll be Jack. I think Jack will be a part of an ensemble of icons, but I don't think 30 is just going to be Jack, especially since 25 was just Jack because they have plenty of other icons that they can use and I think that's the whole goal. I think you need to for the 30th anniversary do everybody it can't just be jack i love jack to death but i think jack's just talked about because he's the most recent but there's plenty of uh you know the director the caretaker and icons like that that need to also come to light i agree that jack would be a quick one although but i also agree with you i feel like we we discussed this and we tried to create one a while like back in the beginning yeah we did okay uh I, I think Jack, Chance, Usher, all of them are going to be there. Uh, I yeah. feel like you have to create a new one, though, specifically for 30. More of like an overlord. Uh, somebody that is actually pulling the strings of all of this uh, and, yeah. and kind of keep that story I said, going. Because like, the devil, a reaper yeah. type guy. Yeah, that, that would be cool. But I definitely want Chance there. Uh, it is Wednesday, yeah. so I want to give a hashtag Woman Crush Wednesday to Chance. I absolutely nice. love her. Super hot. Who nice. wouldn't love a crazy woman like that? Mm. <laughs> Put me in a blender and hit go. Ow! Oh. Ow! <laughs> and hit Shit. frappe. Ow! I'll be your frappuccino. Mm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, our last, our last uh, Twitter question comes from our good friend, our pal, our Disnoid, Tombstone Josh. Lightning from hands. At Tombstone Josh. And make sure you go listen to their show. Their show is the Disnoids podcast. They're fun guys, fun guys. We did an Avengers episode with them. Big episode. Lightning but, from my hands. 
<laughs> Sorry, every time I see him pop up, I, I just it. laugh. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, Josh asks, what, if anything, legit scares you when going through a house? Question mark. We had a good laugh uh, <laughs> at the fact that the scare actors didn't scare Rob, Revere Rob, at Revere Rob, but a guy with a gun did. So tell us what kind of stuff makes you cringe or jump going through these things. I'll be honest. I mean, everything gets me. Everything gets me from the chainsaw people, from big giant people on stilts with pumpkin heads, from the the demigorgons that are coming at you. Of course, Michael Myers coming at me. There's nothing, and that's just naming people from last year. There's nothing that cannot get me because my it's like my mind shuts down of like it's like my myself telling myself okay guy you're about to go through this and you're going to get scared and that's why you love doing it because i I mean obviously none of these guys are actually coming after me but in my mind going through hhn i'm a different person and it's like i'm going along for the ride so honestly everything gets me I can attest to that. You do. You, you, he, Zach is the guy that goes in there and is like, I'm here to just scare me and just lets everything yeah. come at him and, and puts all guards down for me. Uh, I'm kind of with, with Rob on this one a little bit where there, there have been some times like when we've been walking through the houses where specifically, I, I think back to last year with Halloween four, where I really didn't jump at any of the Michael scares but then that moment Loomis came out with the gun, I was like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, what is that? Like, you shouldn't be scaring me. I'm looking for mm-hmm. Michael. But I think that's because, I, <laughs> yeah, but I, I it, right. You're scared. I act like I got shot. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, God, he's got a gun now. And I'm like, holy crap, where'd you come from, Dr. Loomis? Crazy man with a uh, gun. I'm so supposed to be scared of the guy with the with, with the with the knife over there, but you know, you with the gun. I'm like, oh, I don't know what the deal is with him. Uh, <laughs> no, like things like that get me. But then at the same time, like I, I want to say, like really, it is when I am least expecting it. And I mean, yeah. I guess that's the point. But like Stranger Things, how I actually literally jumped into the set, it was because I was not right. expecting that moment that way. <clears throat> excuse me and it really just it, it's it's some of those specific jump scares that I don't expect to be a jump scare and yeah. then the Demi Gorgon is actually coming out at my face it's like holy crap I didn't think that was going to happen I thought I thought it was contained and it's not contained Th- right. those are the moments that get me is is when I because I, I, I try to walk through with, with my guard up I'm like you I want to be scared I want to scream I want to have fun but I'm also trying to be a tough guy. I'm trying to, you know, no, you ain't going to get me. I ain't going to scream Absolutely. at your jump scare. And then, you know, Loomis shows up with a gun and it's like, ah. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I think they do a good job of setting the actors in certain spots and even times where you think they're going to jump and they don't. But there are some things that you see. And yeah, they may not get me every time. But if done right, if dressed up right, I can get a reaction. Oh, yeah. And you know what else? will get a reaction from me every time. Anytime we ride Harry Potter and we come up to the damn woods and the damn spiders, eyes spiders. closed. Hate so spiders. you put a spider in anything, I'm going to scream. Yeah. Um, 
So that's the end of the Twitter questions. What right. you got on that Facebook? On the Facebook, we only got two questions from the Facebook. Uh, one of them it's actually more than the last time. It's more than any time. Uh, by the way, the Twitter at Haunters Pod, the Facebook Haunters Podcast. On Facebook, uh, the first question we got is from uh, the kid Brooke. Uh, do you guys? Okay. Th- yeah. Do you guys think that they are going to put a year-round house in the T two spot since they just put walls up? Um, I, you know what, I, this is how I feel about it. There's too many rumblings about how it's not going to be that. And it's still the Jason Bourne show where like people are already coming out. Oh, I've seen the sign. I've seen this. And I'm like, okay, sure you have. But that kind of deflates my sales about it. The only thing I will say is that the walls have gone up during the time that most of the construction of HHN houses have started happening. So could be a weird coincidence. Yes, it can be. So I still have a weird, like I want it to be something, you know, universal monsters or even HHN related for that building. But I'm, I'm actually now at a, like, it may not be. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. I feel like, I feel like they would have leaked, or they would have said something, or something would have happened at this point where we would have definitely known if that was gonna be something year round, haunt wise well, or scare okay. wise, outside of the you know the monster shop. But this is why. But this is why I still hold on to it. Like this is what I'm saying. Where I still have my like miniature. Like I'm grabbing for this. The reason why I say that is because if you go to Islands of Adventure, they have walls up for the Jurassic Park ride, correct? Right. Like the new Jurassic World roller coaster that they're putting into the park. Yeah. They announced na, that it's na, a Jurassic na, World na, ride. Na, na, They've announced it. It's yes. already, it's, it's been named, it's happening. So that being said, you haven't announced anything that's replacing that building. Why? Why are you not uh, announcing something it's either got two things to do with it either they just want to just let it happen and come out here it is I hope you like it or we're not announcing it because guess what we haven't made the maps for the HHN yet to say what it is eh, I don't know I feel like I feel like that's I don't know I feel like even again it's yeah, just... they announced the Jurassic World ride so why wouldn't you announce an attraction that's coming because maybe it is just gonna be a show and it's like eh, alright it's just gonna be Jason Bourne over here and we'll, we'll we'll do a big announcement with a Jason Bourne stuntman and we'll bring in uh, you know Jason Bourne himself uh, Matt okay Damon. and again we'll keep going I'm gonna keep going in circles with you then why did they announce that it's a Fast and the Furious ride the entire time I, I don't why did they announce because they thought we were gonna really that? care about is, that party like why is it that they announce all these things but the only thing that ride wise isn't announced is this T2 building because it's not gonna be a ride I, I'm saying it's not gonna be a ride it's not gonna be anything it's just gonna be some type of show they throw there they're just gonna throw something there to fill a building space and well, then maybe get you crap. out I find that I find that 
kind of a wasteful thing on me then. And I mean that not as just a HHN fan. I mean that as a goer of this park, because you've already burned me with Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah. You've already seen how much flack Jason Bourne is getting. Why are you going to put a show that no one gives a crap about a property that is from 2001 and at its height was in 2006? Mm-hmm. Listen, so my point I haven't being, seen any of the Jason Bourne, so this would be a complete, like, I know that's probably blasphemy to some of you, but this would be a complete waste for me as well because I am i don't know the property, so why would I give a crap? I just think, I, I, I just find it very odd that you're putting an attraction in the building. I get what you're saying where it's like, oh, it's a live show or whatever, even such, even if it's a live show. And you know what it may be? I can I can sit here and say, okay, I was wrong, no problem. But my problem is, is the fact of you've already wasted a ride a year ago. No one likes that ride. So now you're going to put an, another tr- attraction in the park on a franchise that no one gives a crap about. Yeah. I mean, you tried like, to bring that so franchise that back and it failed even with Matt Damon. Uh, that would be a massive failure on the yeah. X-Men 20th years later type of failure. Hey, oh, not a Game of Thrones reference this week. <laughs> Wolf, whatever. But whatever. I could have said in a massive failure of you took a year off because they've taken a year from building that and this is what you give us? This? And you think I mean, you're going to win an Emmy. That's the Game of Thrones reference. There it is. You're welcome, people. <laughs> G-O-T in the house. Oh, hashtag. We can hashtag it now. Um, yep. And I'll even mark it so you can put it on there for the people that tune in. Uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, our final thanks. Facebook question we got comes from, I'm going to butcher your last name, and I apologize in advance. Good. Nicole Medjikowski. Oh, good name. <laughs> Great name. It's what it's exactly how you say it. Uh she asked so. <laughs> she asked, Do you guys usually do stay and scream? If so, which zone do you usually stay in? She also says, I know they're not set in stone always. So I take that question like kind of uh with the scare zones. Mm. Uh and I personally do like staying in the scare zones, but it depends on the scare zone. Like last year. For example, I loved Killer Clowns and could have stayed in there all night, but I also could have stayed in the Chucky one all night as well and all of his creatures and had a blast in both of those and really fully enjoyed it. And from the year prior that the alien crash site, I forgot what it was called that year, but but I really loved that one and could have just stayed in that one with the aliens for forever. Uh, right. And I know we stayed a lot in Killer Clowns. like We did a lot of time in Killer Clowns. Yeah, I I enjoyed the scare zones. I would say that's my one thing. If we get to you know this year, it, it, and you know I don't even want to get into it, but <laughs> I will say this: if I'm not going to a show this year, then I'm going to spend a lot of time in the scare zones because that's what I feel like I got less of last year. Yes, I went through Vamp eighty five, which I loved. You got oh, to yeah. go through Chucky, but I didn't really get to experience Chucky too much which kind of irks me a little bit. So whatever we get this year, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, because last year, I forgot all about Vamp 85, and I got a picture with the head vampire, man. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and and you got scared out of your wits. Again, uh, you can get me. Yeah, you can. Uh, but yeah, you guys 
I, I forgot what it was. Oh, no, no, you guys went through Halloween 4 again, and I was like, I'm going right. to go over here, and that was me going to run into Chucky to get the final... Because I, I love the Halloween 4 house, but I was like, that's, that's Zach's thing. Zach is the Michael yeah, guy. Michael, absolutely. you know, I like Michael, but Freddy's my guy. So if that was, you know, if that was a Nightmare 3 house, I would have been like, bye, you all have fun in Chucky. I'm going through this. Uh, but yeah, that's man. That's the only reason I got a little bit more of Chucky. And yeah, it's, you definitely missed out, man. Because the scare zones, I think, I think the scare zones are really underrated a lot. Everybody talks about the houses, but the scare zones are really great designs the characters in there there's stories in there like vamp 85 was a full-blown story man yeah i i enjoyed the scare zones and i did get to go through chucky once which was good so you got i got the experience see, you got, I got to, do to it. see all the things yeah. happen but you got to see a little bit more of things happening i got to see chucky ragging on people once but you got to see a a, a longer version and like oh, i said yeah. i would just like to grab like this year i would like to grab a snack go to a zone chill into it for about 15 20 minutes and move on like use each scare zone as almost like a a show a, a show exactly use that as my show because that's exactly what vamp 85 was it was a show throughout and it was perfect yeah um but yeah i'm i'm completely down with staying in the scare zones and letting them do their thing same same uh that's all we got on the facebook so i guess that wraps up another amazing episode of haunts podcast yeah. yes <laughs> yeah man yes yeah, like, that was good times those fun times those good it was good good potting good potting we yeah, potted we potted such hard good pod oh Ooh, god such good pod that pod was better Ooh. than any WWE programming over the last six months. I love that your whole thing now is just negatively bashing anything pop culture. I, I'm just, you know what? You, you only reference things that you want to bash. It's it's true. It's true. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rag on wrestling. I'm gonna. Well, no, not true. I'm hating <laughs> on Game of Thrones, but I'm one of the few that actually liked the ending of Game of Thrones and didn't fully hate the season. I'll agree right. there were some things I didn't like, but I'm not the I didn't sign a petition. No, no, uh, and I, no. And I'm and I wonder how that petition on you's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. oh my goodness, it's it's going great. They'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. You can follow us and talk to us on Twitter at Haunters Pod, on Facebook at Haunters Podcast. And of course, you know all of our streaming sites wherever you can stream and listen to us on the go. Please do. Please rate. Please review. And uh, please share with a friend, a neighbor. And, uh, you know, on that note, Zach. Hey, we have a message thing now. So call us at 757-603-3658. What were you going to say? <laughs> Stay scary, my friends. Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend. And you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunters POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. 